0: So what are we talking about this week, husband?
1: Well, this week, as part of Black History Month, we talk to Jonah from the Blindian Project on the second half of this show, as he discusses Black and South Asian relationships and the great work of his organisation. The native immigrants are in the building.
0: Hit the music.
1: Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Native Immigrants. I'm your host Swami Barakas, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Jojo underscore B. What's going on, Jojo B? Hello. So you know, sometimes when fame gets to someone's head, huh. and they start, you know, developing what is known, you know, in the world as a diva complex.
0: Where are you going with this, Jojo V? What
1: has been full of it this past week? Have I glorifying off her fame and superstardom? What the man's like went viral last week,
0: yes, I did.
1: Uh, off a tweet, uh, that she uh created, uh huh, and it got over 100 retweets, over 650 and counting likes
0: to be fair i haven't actually looked at it again since it went past 500 i haven't looked at it
1: again <laughs> well i i've i've just checked it out today hmm. in preparation for our show okay because i know you weren't going to bring it up
0: no because, i thought um, we'd already talked
1: about it to be honest no no because no, it, it, <laughs> it hit the day our show came out last week
0: yeah
1: is when this went viral uh okay yeah. and so um and so i was like oh damn so we could have actually put it into the show last week but it just missed the cut.
0: Yeah, it was a rant.
1: Yeah, it was a rant. And uh,
0: I, I, I like to rage on Twitter. You do? And I haven't done it for a while. No? And I just, you know, I heard some news, heard about these London lockdowns, mm-hmm. and I just went off on one.
1: Yeah, well, I will, I will read <laughs> verbatim what uh, Jojo B said. I can't even do it in her accent either, so I'm not even going to attempt it.
0: My accent's gone.
1: All right, so wayay, man? Wayay? <laughs> I, don't like I, really, really sad, I don't even
0: sound like that anymore. I'm really, i really sad that I don't, but I don't.
1: You, you No, know, um, because you are institutionalised and fully all about the London life. No, and I'm really exactly, not about the London life. Well, oh, the London life is exactly what she's been complaining about here. I'm so, done with London life. <laughs> all right, so uh, quotation marks. So tier two lockdown means you can go out and binge drink till 10pm with a bunch of strangers in a crowded room, but I can't see my indoors when neither of our households are going out except to go grocery shopping. It is total bollocks. (laughs) Hashtag London lockdown, close quotation. Um, So yeah, so this, this like literally popped off.
0: I have no idea why. I mean, I know the hashtag meant that people, if they were looking for that hashtag, would have seen it. Yeah, But... It must have been like an early tweet, like one of the first few or something, because I mm. don't understand why a random rage tweet—and I do tweets like that all the time—why yes. that one particular thing would have just gone mad.
1: Well, obviously, like it was the day this all kicked off with London uh, and the but the there restrictions, was loads of people tweeting
0: about it. That's what I don't understand.
1: Yeah, but I think in in your words here, there was uh, a lot of angst and a lot of heartfelt. Uh, sentiment. I did and get a lot, people, some people
0: were saying, "Well, I mean, come on! Like, no one else is complaining about not being able to see their in-laws."
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's
1: like, very, I love very my true. In-laws. Yeah. No, it was. It's really interesting if people go onto JoJo's profile to see the, some of the comments on there. Oh my it god! It gives us a real gauge of what the U- rest of the UK is really all about because there so were some I, absolutely nutty comments. On I there. got
0: accused of being a cockney, and then I was like, "Look, mate." I am 100% not a Cockney. You just had some jelly deals like half an hour ago. Yeah. So And some so pie and mash or whatever. Right. No, <laughs> I'm not a Cockney. I am a Geordie who happens to live in London. And I was like, so I know about this shit. Because they were like, oh, now you know what, how it feels. Me, 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 me. Northern, 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 southern, southern, southern. Mm. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> I am a northerner stuck in the south. Mm. And so, Stuck in the South. So I, you know, I feel the pain of both sides of these things. There is no divide in my life. The North is the North and I love it and my heart belongs there. And I live in the South and so and I've made a life here. So, you know, come on. I just I was so angry about being <laughs> accused of being a Cockney. Mm. No offense to any Cockneys, but if you're a Geordie, you're not a Cockney and you don't want to be called one. Yeah. Right. So it was that. There was uh, someone called me a Tory. <laughs> and I was like, you really don't know who the fuck I am, do you? Oh, jeez. I am about as far away from a Tory as you can get. Yeah. So no, that doesn't that wasn't true. It's just the. you know, it's just people feeling like they can make assumptions about you.
1: Mm, based off one tweet.
0: Yeah. And literally not looking through anything else that I've ever written. Yeah. Just one tweet, and just then they're just gonna make assumptions about who you are. what you're about yeah and i was like and then there was some the person who said that i was a cockney someone replied to them but not a real cockney though so we all know what that means
1: yes because
0: you obviously saw my picture
1: Mm.
0: and i was like no i'm not a real cockney because i'm a fucking (laughs) (gasps) geordie oh my god the rage that i felt and then that's why i turned off i turned off all of my um my uh notifications and I just dealt with my baby because yeah. he needed me. He's teething and he needed me. Yes. Um. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do I? I don't need any more of this negativity in my life. Yeah. Oh, and there was just like so much patronizing bullshit as well. Mm. Someone like there was more than one person that called me confused.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And I was like, I am not fucking confused. Well, I am confused, to be fair. I am confused because no one makes any of this clear yeah. as to what is actually going on. Yes. And what we are allowed to do, what we're not allowed to do. Are we in a lockdown? Do we just stay at home now? Well, you we're not are supposed to not? mix. We're uh... supposed to go into shops and we're supposed to go into pubs and restaurants. But we're not allowed to go with anyone who's not from our household. But then the restaurant... It, it, and yes, there'll be social distancing, but there'll still be people in there that have no connection to me. So, and I'll be breathing the same air as them. Yeah. So I don't really understand any of it. So yes, I am confused, but I'm also not dumb, which is what somebody else called me. Wow. Yeah.
1: Actual words.
0: Yeah. Because apparently it's really safe to be in pubs and restaurants and that I can't have it both ways. And <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what you mean by both ways. I don't want anything both ways. I just want to know what's going on so I can live my life. Yeah. All I want to do is see my family. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I don't want to go anywhere. I do really miss the cinema, though.
1: Mm, I do, absolutely. I've been yeah.
0: really pining for the cinema this week in a big way.
1: I, I, yeah, I, in the same way, I, I you know, we were talking last week about our favourite South Asian dishes, the greatest South Asian dishes ever. And I feel sad that I'm not able to sit in one of my favourite restaurants locally and tuck into a chilli paneer well, straight off the, the kitchen onto my plate.
0: Technically, I think we can you won't let me no because i don't understand because if there's any any small chance that we can go and see our family i'd rather take that chance and also i'm pretty sure that in america the cdc did a whole report saying that restaurants are one of the key places Mm. for picking up yeah of course yeah yeah. so that's why i don't understand if the american scientists have found this then i don't really understand what's going on this is all just a fucking bath Mm. and can someone just just do something, or can we all just move to New Zealand and have Jacinda be the leader?
1: Yeah, that's just what—that's just what they'll fucking love, isn't it? A whole bunch of people all over the world are transcending on their small, tiny island. Beautiful as such. islands, beautiful. Exactly, and then we just like massacre it. It would be like when the, you know the Avengers turned up in. Uh, in anyway. Anywhere, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just anywhere they go. Anywhere they go, but specifically Wakanda and this yes. this beautiful like haven landscape was just desecrated by like warfare from like aliens. In about and five shit. minutes, exactly.
0: Oh, I love New Zealand, but Scotland. Scotland is kind of like New Zealand and very mm. near. Right. Okay. Let's go there. Uh right, I'm working on him. What what
1: what what pissed me off the most though about this uh, viral tweet, which was which was great. I was like you know amazing, and I was uh, really you know championing JoJo B on this uh, amazing feat. Uh, But it's the fact that she had to be convinced to promote our podcast on there as the follow-up tweet because that's the thing that people see see.
0: did you just uh, hear what i was telling you about the replies that i was getting so these people who are like replying to me and interacting with this tweet um yes there were a lot of people who liked it whatever right but the people who are actually responding and replying to me were just full of hate and negativity and had like this undertone in it and i was like so this podcast is definitely not for them yeah, but, you know,
1: it could open people's eyes up to I mean, our communities and what yeah, really happens. But the
0: podcast is for everyone, but I don't think they would have appreciated the content is what I mean. Yeah,
1: fuck a minute. We're well, listens are listens, isn't it, fam?
0: Uh, well, so then I did. Once we hit 500 likes. Yeah. Once I hit 500 likes. See, we I give you some credit in this. Once I hit 500 cra- likes. Crikes. Crikes. <laughs> then I promoted it. I was crikes. like, right, fine then. Here we go.
1: What's the point then, isn't it? By that point, everyone's already seen the tweet and it's kind of like already interacted with it and done.
0: But then, what at what point when you're going viral, do you do it? Because you never know when it's going to stop.
1: I think it's one of the things you kind of do it early on because then straight away you can see it when you're when you're liking it and commenting it because it's the first comment when people go onto there that people read. Uh, I would have thought. I don't know. I not like. I said I've Although, never been viral. To be fair, so I, I did talk.
0: have a small child just you know asking to see pictures of daddy and bar. Right. Yeah. So which he always does when I get my phone out, daddy Ba? Yeah. Daddy, ba. So I couldn't actually use my phone. Right. Okay. <laughs> I had to well, just flick through pictures of the whole family.
1: Well, th- this is now your incentive to try to pull off another viral tweet and then get things right, which you messed up. It's the never going to happen around. again
0: because I, you're a Well, defeatist. if it does, it'll just be the shittest tweet in the world again, like that one.
1: Fine. Rav, well, whatever works, seriously.
0: Sometimes I spew, like, just such, you know, insightfulness, I feel. And yeah. it just doesn't even get one like. doesn't even get any interaction. just yeah. disappears. I think, I think Twitter fucked me over sometimes with that. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes these things just go viral.
1: They do. And then people end up becoming divas because of it. I'm uh, not a diva. And speaking of divas, there's another one that turned up on our television sets just this week. Mm-hmm. Strictly Come Dancing.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, full of divas
1: um but obviously it's a show that I'm, I'm not really a massive strictly guy i'll watch it when you're watching it and stuff you know is what it is
0: sometimes um, you get into it though because sometimes I, make I you.
1: yeah of course every now and then when it, it gets towards the finals and you're kind of like oh you actually got one person or one of the contestants that you're rooting for and so you're kind of like having a little bit more of a you know a vested interest and um, like
0: the music's really good and this year i feel like there's more than one person that i care about mm. or like i'm interested in Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's going to be a good year.
1: Hopefully. Uh, But there is representation from our community on there. Yay! Girl like Ranveer.
0: Yeah, Ranveer Singh. Ranveer.
1: Uh, But I just heard something from you just now before the show kicked off that apparently, you know, she's got a bit of a complex herself.
0: Yes. Well, so she had a... Like, this is from the tabloids oh, she had okay. a meltdown right um with her uh, her dance partner giovanni because mm-hmm. apparently he's pushing her too hard
1: what as in literally or just making her work a little bit too hard
0: work too hard right and i guess and he kind of so i read this tabloid article and he just kind of explained it as like well you've never done any of this stuff before and i'm making you do it over and over and over and over again so you get it right mm. and that's a really difficult thing to have someone you don't know yeah, telling, telling you, you to yeah, yeah, yeah. do because it makes you feel like you don't you're not very good at something, um, and so yeah, so she had a total meltdown. I guess I probably would do the same. I was, ex- I was about to say exactly I do this, the same, same I can't thing. Do this.
1: Yeah. fuck this shit. I'm about to walk away. <laughs> yeah. exactly, walk away from it. I'm done. Do you know? I'm just tired. You know? I'm, I'm tired, and I'm just I don't know I'm done. I'm over it. Yeah. Um
0: and so keep your sparkles. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but apparently they've made you know they've made up. And okay. she's back on it, and they're going to bring us something amazing on Saturday that no one would expect. So I'm looking forward to seeing it.
1: Looking forward to seeing, seeing her get knocked out this week, then, no! basically. No! Um, I'm
0: hoping that she's not all, like, stiff and that she can, like, kind of move her Indian hips.
1: Right, yeah. Well, if it, if it goes according to the rest of these kind of reality shows, where the great ethnic cull, you know, continues to dawn on us, then um, there might be every chance of uh, her. There's too not many ethnics
0: in that, in, in strictly. Too many ethnics, wow. Not too many, but there's too many for them to cull them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, there'll always Unbelievable. be one left. <laughs> they'll have nobody left in the show if they cull everybody. That's just what I mean. I literally did not expect those words not to come too many out of your as lips. In like... There's but like, then it shows
1: your you know, this oh, is what you want. You know, Can I just say that? The racist north is kind of eking within your system.
0: I'm also away. supporting Clara because I used to work with Clara many mm. moons ago. Yeah. And. Before she hit her big fame days, and she is the loveliest lady, mm. and like I really wish her all the best. Didn't
1: she invite you to one of her birthday parties, did and she? you did, and you didn't go to it? Did she? Yes, she did. I don't remember. I that. totally remember this because I was like, this. This was still when swami Records was in the cusp of trying to becoming a, a big thing, and Clara Amfo invited Jojo B. To one of her I birthday parties. Literally,
0: don't remember that.
1: And Jojo B was like, "Do you know what? I won't know anyone there." And were you going to yeah. come with me? No, it's just you by yourself. And We're invited. That's probably to why it. I
0: didn't go. I'm not very good on my own. And
1: so, like, literally, one of like the like showbiz events of the year. Jojo B was like, "I can't be asked."
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that, but it sounds like a very me thing to that do. That
1: is a classic, classic Jojo B thing to do. I am
0: not. I'm not one of these people that's taken in by the fame and stuff, right? Um, and like the showbiz glitz. But Clara is a lovely, lovely lady. Mm. And I wish her all the best. And yeah, I think she'll do really, really well. And yes, I didn't go to her birthday party.
1: Classic Jojo V.
0: But that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> in the big scheme of things, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, well... Who's to know where it could have led and what could have been? Mate, the amount of
0: situations where I've been in rooms full of people who are just like amazing and then I've just sat there in a corner like I don't know what to do here.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, bruv, I'm you, not very you really good do... at this. No, no, because you didn't promote our podcast on a viral <laughs> tweet the other day. So what do you expect from you being <laughs> in a room not with not people?
0: I don't like attention. It's amazing that I even do a podcast because I'm really not attention hungry at all. This is why we work because you are and I'm not. Fuck you. So it's, <laughs> it's
1: um... Hilarious. Okay, so
0: <laughs> so many rooms full of so many people. I mean, I talked to Stormzy at work. What's the very point? odd the conversation point that we point? had? What's the point um, now? What's yeah, the point? Ed Sheeran used to be at work all the time, like all of these people. But I just they're just not. It's not my world. So I'm like, hi, hi, okay, Cardi B, hi, how are you doing, lovely lady, but nothing to do with me.
1: So nothing to do with you, but let me just name drop 50 celebrities in the space <laughs> of a minute and stuff. But no, they're not important to me. Oh, yeah, there was that time. Stephen, is, Fry, you, Stephen Fry.
0: Stephen Fry stood Stevie. at my desk and made me laugh. Me personally laugh.
1: Yeah, Stevie, was... Cardi. Yeah, Stor, 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 we don't even call him Stormzy. We'll call him Mike because we're cool like that. But no, they're nothing to me. <laughs> Ed yeah Ed popped down every now and then and stuff. Jimmy. you But Ed yeah, he just nothing. He's just nothing. He's just just guys. I'm not really into fame and all that kind of thing. Oh, there was that one time when you know so and so came in. But yeah, he we I we just busted. we just we just went on. We just went for a I had, couple.
0: I had a conversation with Busted.
1: Good for you on it. I love it. That's that is the one highlight of all the people you just made. I
0: was very drunk. Um.
1: Um, right. So DDLJ. We
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. so like, talking, talking, talking about <laughs> yeah, talking about mindless celebrities. Dilwale Le Jayenge.
0: Have you not met them?
1: What Kajol and Shahrukh?
0: Yeah, but you've met loads of Bollywood celebrities. Do you celebs. know what?
1: I haven't. But I have met Shahrukh. I haven't met Kajol. Oh dear. Okay. I, I've met a lot of other. Yeah, let's <laughs> just, it's, it's well, just yeah, move exactly. past that. Really quickly. Okay, well, you, no, I mean, it's like I, I, I Shahrukh's not my favorite actor. Gajal is an amazing actress, um, but the film DDLJ twenty five year anniversary yeah. happening this year. Twenty
0: five years, my god, that makes Absolutely me
1: feel old. Absolutely nuts. Wow. Um, but in commemoration for this, they are building two bronze statues of oh. Shahrukh and Gajal. Oh dear. That are going to be unveiled on London's Leicester Square.
0: I think it's part of a festival where there's the Famous scenes have been filmed in Leicester Square, so right. there was a really famous scene DGLJ where they're in Leicester Square, um, and so other films have been filmed there as well. So it's part of a whole film. Okay, yeah. Festival so yeah, thing. the statue
1: will be depicted part of the scene that was shot in Leicester Square. Yeah, but um, it's going to be in the company of nine other equally iconic yeah. cinema giants, uh, like Harry Potter. Yeah. Laurel and Hardy.
0: In Leicester Square, really? Okay.
1: Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I'm I'm sure, like Bugs, like over his like you know illustrious career. Um, I'm not sure if he filmed too many scenes in in Leicester Square, unless unless it was in one no, of these weird, like you know, space jammy kind of like you know, you know, animation films where he's with in live action.
0: I'm pretty. Um, I'm pretty sure they're all. They've all had a scene in Leicester Square. That's why it's been there. It was okay. Being well. There. You,
1: okay. Well. So the rest of that kind of negates that because you've got Mary Poppins, Mr. Bean, Paddington. Wonder Woman Batman and Gene Kelly in Singing in the Rain so I'm not sure if any oh. of that was filmed in Leicester Square oh, maybe
0: not I've got the wrong end of the stick I think you Sals. know
1: uh, Man's did his research though um, and clearly this is what's going to be taking place oh,
0: Gene Kelly Singing in the Rain is one of my favourites and Mary Poppins ultimate favourite mm. ultimate favourite I think it's probably my favourite children's film oh okay I would say. Big up. I used to watch it, rewind it, watch it, rewind it, watch it. I was it, like my that brother with... I um... recorded over it. Oh, dear. <laughs> he, he put some sellotape... Sounds like the kind of Big Brother thing to do. He, he, he put sellotape over the bit where... you know, Oh, yeah, the, the front tab. little plastic bit. Yeah. yeah, he put sellotape over it and recorded over it. I was so sad.
1: Damn. So
0: sad. It was because I used to watch it so much. That and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang.
1: See, I was like that more with sort of, obviously, uh, the Jim Henson films, Labyrinth and Dark Crystal Love and them, stuff. Yeah. You know, those are kind of my favorite childhood films yeah um but anyway we digress ddlj i'm putting it out there i think we've had a conversation about this before like everyone i know adores this film i just didn't get it i i'm not i'm not into ddlj do you
0: know what i don't get about it is shara khan being so irritating all the way through but that's pretty much every Shah Rukh
1: khan film this is why i can never i can never really get he's into his films a
0: though in the, yeah, the early
1: films like sort of yeah. Anjam and Bazigod and Dud and stuff where he plays this kind of negative role. I thought he worked really, really well. But then he he became this kind of like, you know, this um Chikru. uh like <laughs> chikuru chikru, uh like romantic guy. And um <laughs> chikuru means uh sticky. <laughs> I guess is the closest comparison word. Um <laughs> and so I just didn't. I never any of those films really. Kuch Kuch Hota I'm not even a big fan of. Oh,
0: Kuch Kuch is alright.
1: Dil To Pagal Hai. Good, you know, DDLJ. Yeah, not not a big fan of them. I started really like appreciating Shahrukh after kind of, you know, sort of that Mahabharat and K3G kind of time. Mahabharat
0: is good. Yeah, I you like know. that.
1: But yeah, two bronze statues, wow. which is a massive
0: look. It is very big.
1: Yeah. So um, we're never going to get a chance to see them, obviously, because. London is on lockdown. Um, But um, hopefully, if you are there, please do take a few pictures and send them to us so we can uh, see what all the fuss is about.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So what else is happening? Well, on the 7th and the 8th of November, there's going to be a virtual Milla happening. So this year, obviously, because of restrictions and lockdown and COVID-19, we didn't get a chance to see any of the millers during this whole miller season. Uh, now, there was some online events happening and we spoke about them previously, um, you know, celebrating the South Asian culture and communities. Mm. But London Miller organisers themselves have organised Melatopia.
0: That sounds cool.
1: Which is a pretty sick name. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be happening on the 7th and 8th of November Now, there's not a massive amount of information about it yet. They're still in the process of building and and creating and organizing and planning. But what we do know is Raja Kumari is going to be one of the headline acts. Shout to Raja Kumari doing massive things right now. She's been signed to Mass Appeal in India, which is uh, NAS's label that he's heading off. Really? Um, Yeah, with Divine and stuff, also signed to that label. So she's uh, doing big things at the moment, has done for a number of years. And that's quite a coup, um, being one of the Mm. main acts, obviously, of Melatopia. Um, spoke to Ajay Chabria, the um, organiser, mm. about Melatopia just this past week. And so he's in the process of putting together some big plans and and trying to get some more acts, obviously, involved. Crazy uh, busy, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, 7th and 8th of November. We're going to be talking about it in the next couple of weeks. And I'm sure the show, just before it drops, will be a show focusing on everything that's going to be going down on that weekend,
0: can I just say it's so good to see a woman headlining headlining the whole Miller.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: I think that's a that's a great look.
1: Yeah, and like I said, there's there's been a lot of great female acts coming out in recent times, uh, new acts, and so. Yeah, I think it's a it's a time now to really celebrate female artists. Uh like I said, DJ Ritu was the main DJ when we went down to London Miller a couple was, of years yeah. ago. I think she's gonna be also involved in this year's uh sort of event. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, great time to champion the female artist, the female DJ, and good to hopefully be involved in Miller Topia. Cause mm-hmm. there is you know, it's been I've been missing that kind of Miller whole summer of events and things to go to and not having that seemed a little bit of a you know, like something was really missing. You
0: know what, we're gonna have to do though, what? Because we have all the entertainment, right? None of the food, we're gonna have to make our own cheesy masala chips at home.
1: Cheesy, oh man,
0: put it in a wrap. Cheesy masala cheesy chips,
1: cheesy masala wrap. chips. I'm a masala is, chips jar,
0: have... yeah. oh, I'm gonna miss it.
1: But you know what, I, I have that every time I go to the miller because, because I love so it so good. much.
0: We have it once a year, and it's yeah, it's so true.
1: Because <laughs> in between, I'm just like, do you know, I want to try something else this year, I want to try something Nothing else this year. And then I, yeah, and then I just um, had the same thing again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so you're going to have to make this stuff via Jojo's Kitchen.
0: Yeah.
1: Who's been dropping another recipe this, well, today, wasn't first
0: it? First recipe. I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. I'm not good enough, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, nope. Fix yes. up, Jyoti. Fix up. And so I, yeah, I did it. You fixed. So what was, what
1: was the first recipe
0: then that you it dropped? It was, so... It's really hard to get like good basic cake recipes when you're gluten free mm. because they always come out like crumbly or dry or like, you know, they die the next day. It's just disgusting. Yeah. So I finally found a good chocolate cake recipe and I've made it a few times and it's worked out each time. And so I thought, let me share this recipe. Yeah. It's a Nigella recipe that I've adapted because it wasn't gluten free. Right. And I had to tweak it a bit to make it work. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And uh, not just adding gluten-free flour but doing other stuff and um yeah and so i unveiled it to the world awesome. and now i'm really scared because i was like now people are gonna hopefully make it and then tell me that it's great yes well and yeah exactly fingers crossed they think it's great
1: and if it doesn't just don't tell us keep it yourself <laughs> just don't tell me <laughs> Just exactly. don't tell
0: me don't crush my very 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 fragile ego at the moment oh, dear. um I'm uh you should, I'm, you should
1: add the Jojo Jojo's kitchen link to your viral tweet fam. You might get some more like followers and, and people. You know, to support. I've got
0: the Twitter handle. I haven't done anything with the Twitter yet. All right, okay. I need to do with
1: it. Time that. to start pushing. Time to start
0: pushing. Too much um, social media in my life. I just want to be left alone most geez. of the time. It's true though, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I agree. Sometimes
0: I have like twenty messages from twenty different people on my WhatsApp, and I'm like, I am just not going to read it. <laughs> I just not. I just can't. I can't, Jots, can't I'm dying.
1: It. Can you quickly call like nine 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 for me? It'd be much appreciated. Don't look at it till like next week.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just. I sometimes I can't. And I think it's healthy to say just. Oh, I would take a step back.
1: Mm, yeah. No. Absolutely.
0: A good friend of ours just has a complete like screen detox. Yeah. Exactly. Once a week.
1: Just make sure people don't do that when our show drops. Is all I can say.
0: But we're not um, on a screen, so it's fine.
1: Yeah, but people listen to us via their phones, don't they? Yes. So we'll just shut up and let me carry on.
0: Well, download it, the, download it the day before.
1: How can you download our show the day before when it drops on the fucking day?
0: <laughs> no, the day before you decide to have your screen detox.
1: Okay, so if you but then okay, so you're having if you have your detox on say Saturday.
0: So then listen to us on Friday, isn't it? <laughs> or so, Sunday. You just can't, can't listen with- to her. Just
1: listen whenever you want during the week. Please don't stop listening to the show because I'm of her stop advice. I not
0: listening to it, but just listen to it on not the day that you're scheduling for you. Okay, let's move on. I just can't cope with the messages sometimes. That's all. But I'm trying to be better at that because if I'm gonna have a social media page, then I have to be better. This is the it.
1: worst thing about you, innit? Because you're just like, oh my god, I fucking hate social media. I hate it. I don't want to use it. I don't want to touch it. Put a post out. Why is no one liking my tweet? Why is no one commenting? Why is no one like, like, kind of, you know, interacting with me? I Put just, two I'm, and two together. You know what it
0: is? I'm very conflicted about life these days because I remember life before and it was so simple and now there's just a lot of like gimme, gimme, gimme all the time and sometimes I'm just like I have nothing left to give. That's all. Okay. Because I have that from social media and then I have it from a two-year-old, almost <laughs> two-year-old, constantly all day. Hmm. And then a husband. What the,
1: Leave me out of this, fam, yeah? <laughs> Man's been supporting your ass and I've been trying to get you to do 110 different things. What
0: are we eating today? Hmm? What we we having today? Hmm?
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, how, that's, that's my how, life, isn't it? Well, that's how you got to support me, <laughs> isn't it?
0: Support, support
1: me uh, orally.
0: huh?
1: By eating things in it. Through my mouth.
0: <sighs> Let's move on.
1: Okay, um, big thank you to Mala Vadgama, who is a supporter and a listener of ours uh, and is also an amazing illustrator and an awesome photographer and she was kind enough to send us one of her limited edition prints of her amazing illustration shiva in contemplation uh this is a beautiful print we've just um posted it on our social media page uh just yesterday so make sure you check that out um, and also check out her photography and her illustration work um it's at mkv photography all one word on twitter and on instagram and, yeah, she's doing some great packages for photo shoots, for families. Uh, so, absolutely get in touch with her for all your photography needs. And check out some of her awesome illustrations and order a few from her. Because, yeah, the print that we got is... It's beautiful. Amazing. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It is lush. Uh, and, obviously, I'm named after Shiva. So, that was always a big thing. Um, so is our little... And so is our little lad. Yeah, little you know, cherub. Yeah. Uh, cherub. He very Cherub much, being one of Shiva's many names.
0: He has um, also embodied Shiva in a very big way in terms of liking to destroy things.
1: Yes, he is literally <laughs> the, the god of destruction within the four walls of our uh, living room. Um, so yeah, aptly named is what I can say. But thank you so much to Mala. Um, yeah, make sure you check out her movements, obviously, going forward. And lastly, on this half... Screw Sainsbury's, Jojo B. Now you've got a chance. <laughs> I'm we going
0: to talk about it. I want
1: honestly because yeah. we were so fucked off, and it was worse because it was from one of our own, and that made it even worse for me.
0: Yeah. So I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you already know all about this. But I ordered a Sainsbury's shop, and the man, we live on the second floor. And the man just refused to come upstairs, not for any other reason. Because Sainsbury's confirmed to me that they should be bringing everything to the door. Yeah, you just can't be fucking asked. Yeah. And so I was like, I've got a baby, and I can't come. You were busy with work. I was like, I can't come. Like, I don't know what you're doing. What's was going on? And um, and he was like, Well, I can cancel your order then. So then I had to put our child into a cot, and even yeah. him by himself, unattended. Mm. so that I could run downstairs and get this stuff. And then when I got there, he hadn't even fucking unloaded it. What? T- then I had to go outside and I was like, do I have to stand here while you unload it and, and bring it in from outside? You can't yeah. even bring it to, to my building. And he's like, no, if you go and stand in your building, then I'll go and get it, for, I'll bring it to you. And I was like, well, then why did you call me if it's not even there yet? <laughs> like, what are you doing? My child is by himself in a cot.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, we, we kind of like we did say to him, "Oh, you know, I'm just here by myself with my child." Obviously, I was in the our flat. But so, you were on a work but call. But I was in a work call, and worst case scenario, I could have come to tend to Bubs. But that's not the point. I could have been out for work, and it could have been just you and Bubs at home. And so he expected you to leave your child unattended here in the flat for you to come downstairs and grab this all our shopping and bring it back up two flights of stairs. And
0: then when I got there, so when he brought all the stuff inside, then he said to me, oh, I can take it up to the first floor for you. And I just looked at him, I was like, what is the point of that? Yeah. I'm downstairs now. i have ready to wait for you to bring it into the building in the first place. And now you're telling me you could bring it upstairs one floor, but I'm already down here anyway. So it d- makes no... if if,
1: it, if you if you can take it up one flight of stairs, why... Can you not take it up an additional flight of stairs?
0: Exactly. I and mean, this is what... when I complained to Sainsbury's, they were like, we don't understand what's going on here. And he should never have done that. He should have brought it to your door. There is no restriction on how many floors flights of stairs you can go up.
1: So this is this is not a policy. He just couldn't be fucked to basically yeah. walk up two flights of stairs and yeah. then use and then used Sainsbury's alleged policy to to enable him from not doing that. Yeah,
0: and obviously he was Asian.
1: Yes. Are we gonna name and shame?
0: No. But no, because I, we don't need to name him. He was an Asian guy, and he was from around our way. No, don't look at me like that. I want to no. say it. I want. I want to say no. it. I want to say it. What if it's someone's dad?
1: Someone's dad,
0: or someone's brother, or someone's husband. That's listening.
1: Then they should. They should basically slap him into shape, for him <laughs> and be like, bruv, how could you do this to a, you know to a loyal customer?" Who's always pushed and promoted Sainsbury's? And we've always got our shops, click and collects and stuff from Sainsbury's. And for the first time, we decided to do a delivery for after ages with Sainsbury's. Because before, they used to always bring it up to our door and. Uh, Everyone
0: brings it up to our door. People, I like, think, some of the guys have even said before COVID happened, they'll be like, we'll drop it off inside for you because I used to have like. I used to quite often be on my own with bubs. And so yeah. they would be like, we'll bring it in for you so you don't have to deal with it while you've got your baby. Yeah, And, and you know, they would come and drop it off in the kitchen or whatever, which was very helpful of them. Yeah, of course. And of course. so I just don't understand. But anyway, it is what it is. Saints Brews are dealing with the matter.
1: Okay, well, yeah. Well, we will let you know how uh, this story develops and whether we are compensated in any way.
0: Let us know if you care
1: that's not if you care yeah the thing is we're going to talk about this on social media and i just thought no we need to talk about this on our show because we get chance to properly rant about this because we're really pissed off about this whole episode with sainsbury's and i'm always shopping there and uh, always spending stupid amounts of money there
0: stuck at home right and we're all trying to stay safe and it's the small shit that matters Mm,
1: yeah and then
0: the lady from the flat downstairs who's Total bitch anyway, mm. came out and was like, Do you mind just keeping it down, please? Because it was all happening outside her front door. Yeah. And I kind of understood because if so if I had been heard someone having a go at someone else in front of my front door, plus rustling all of the bags and trying to load all the shopping quickly and all that stuff, I probably would have come out and said, Do you mind keeping it down? But she's a total bitch. Yeah,
1: screw so. her as well, man. Fuck's sake. Do I you mean stick like mind Fuck your own everyone. fucking business? Yeah, exactly. Fuck the world. Um
0: not you guys though
1: yeah no you're all lovely yeah we love you please keep listening to us and uh, make sure you subscribe to us on apple podcasts and on spotify and on soundcloud and make sure you write us a review and rate us on apple podcasts see if we play please all right we need some more ratings and reviews on apple currently because it helps us get heard and gets us gets up further up the the charts on the algorithms and shit um so it's we really things. Exactly. So we would really appreciate if our lovely listeners who haven't yet given us a rating or review on Apple please do so because it would hugely hugely benefit us and also we will mention you on our next show.
0: And it will make us glow inside exactly. in these dark dark times.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know. And you know it would stop us from ranting every week, be being pissed off with everything, because we'll be in a much more happy and joyous, you know, persona. We're
0: like little Halloween pumpkins glowing from the inside through our smiles.
1: Yes. And next week is our Halloween show.
0: Oh, see how I segued it nicely for well you. Well
1: done, you. So we will be talking all things horror, but I won't be. You will not, obviously.
0: But Get the night off. <sighs>
1: Me doing all the work once again.
0: Whatevs. You love it. You love what he I came in the other day and he was watching The Shining and I had to make him pause it.
1: For fuck's sake, yeah. I just came
0: in the room for a hug I think he's watching The Shining.
1: All right. That's the horror specials next week. Stop <laughs> going about that this week. Because think this. You don't talk about The Shining, are you? Mm, probably not.
0: Okay. There you go. Then.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> more importantly, shut up, Jajabi. <laughs> importantly, this month is Black History Month. It's uh, a hugely, hugely important month within the year to really appreciate uh, the black community and black culture and black history more specifically. Um, we've obviously spoken on our show previously about solidarity between our communities, between the South Asian community and the black community. And it was important for us to not only highlight it during this whole year with all the mad events that are happening across the world. Um, But to really show how, you know, similar our communities are and how much our struggles have been very, very, you know, like parallel over the course of the the history here in the UK. Um, And it was important for us, for me specifically, to speak to Jonah from the Blindian project in the second half of this show. Uh, because his whole organization is to is about, you know, intersecting our communities together, specifically mixed race couples, black and South Asian couples. Yeah.
0: Hence the name Blindian.
1: Hence the name Blindian. And so on the other side of this break, we're going to be talking to Jonah and hearing more about the amazing work of the Blindian Project. See you on the other side, people. Welcome back to the second half of The Native Immigrants. I'm Swami Barakas. And I'm Jojo B. And on this half of the show, we are joined by a very special guest Jojo B. Yeah. Jojo <laughs> jo- jo B's like staring yeah, at me I love completely I love like. Me here. Yeah, exactly. I know. Don't roll. roll the love? Don't play, don't oh, player, actually. Don't play. I'm um, amazing. It's just like, you know, she's just like, have you we? You
0: usually do one of your, like, elaborate, lovely introductions. I was just waiting I do. for that. I'm
1: just, a, I'm, I'm in the process, fam. I'm in the process of giving it now. And then
0: you, like, you were staring me out. I was looking out, at you like, was like, like, it's
1: usually just like, yes, indeed we do. Like, where's the chemistry? This is one of the, like, big USPs of our show. And we've already failed, like, you know, with, not, with a guest. And I'm not going to lie, we him. had an
0: argument straight before this. We did so have an I'm argument. Yeah, we bit, did have an argument.
1: We did have an argument. Let's see how it goes then. I will be the referee. Thank you so much. Well, our referee today is also our special guest. And he is the creator and the founder of an amazing organization called the Blindian Project. Now I could tell you all about it right now. But I want to get my brother Jonah, who's here with us right now. Shout to you, Jonah. How's it going?
2: Very good. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me on the show.
1: No, it's it's a massive pleasure. Um, I was lucky enough to join Jonah on his uh, sort of IG Live Stroke Podcast Stroke Show um, a yeah. few months ago, um, which was a great experience for me. Um, and we talked about obviously the solidarity um, project that I kind of worked on uh, a couple of yeah, months you ago. You had just
2: you had just, um, you had just dropped that um, that that little um freestyle. Freestyle. Yeah, yeah, freestyle. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that freestyle. And so um, it resonated, man. So I thought, you know, let's, let, let's get him on the show and, and talk about it.
1: No, very, very much appreciative. And it's it's something that um, we feel very strongly about on this show, um, especially the solidarity amongst our two communities. And I feel it's really, really apt because that's something that's very, very important to the Blindian project itself. So for listeners of our show that don't know what the Blindian project is, explain a little bit more about what it is and what were your initial reasons behind creating it?
2: Sure. So the Blendium project is a globally crowdsourced um, art uh, documentary product, project. So um, what that means or, or how it all started. Let, let, me, let, me go, let me start with how it all started, right? Yeah, let's, let's yeah. rewind so, um,
1: time. Let's go back yeah, to yeah, the me, flux let me, capacitor. Let's
2: rewind. Do that DJ, you know, so...
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah rewind yeah, so selector. That
2: is the one. Okay. So I was in the States. I'd been living in the States for about 20 years of my life, right? I was playing college basketball. I, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. You know, you, you can't go forward without elaborating on the college basketball. What, what position? Which college?
2: Point guard. Point guard. Point guard. Yeah, point the main guard. I'm, position. I'm like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, so um, I went to Northwestern for a year, um, which is a divisional wow. school. And then I, I transferred to a Division two school, which is which was south of the of the city. So you get four years to play. Um, it took me longer to graduate, so my eligibility was effectively done. Right. So mm-hmm. like the last fifteen of my year, fifteen years of my life, um, something I dedicated it to was was effectively done. I wanted to um, have an experience, have an adventure, just be a normal um, college student, and so I decided to study abroad. Mm-hmm. And the location was Dublin. And sweetie just so happened to um, live in Ireland for five to seven years when she was younger. Oh, so like? her her best friend lived in my dormitory, um, and I happened to meet her at my local pub called the Mad Hatter. So hmm. um, that was that was like the first that was my first um, real interaction, I'd say, with a um, South Asian or Indian person. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I probably only knew about five people or classmates. Um, so like I, I was. I had no knowledge of the culture at all. So um, quite, quite a big learning curve, um, meeting her, but at the same point in time, obviously had so much in common. Um, so we went down this um, long kind of uh, r- relationship route, path, process, <laughs> you know. Um, and in 2007, we were married, right? Awesome, awesome. Yes, so um, I, I didn't meet another or see another blending couple till um, 2017. Um, oh wow wow, yeah. wow. 10 years yeah, yeah yeah long time long time you know aunties would always say like oh i know of this other couple who you know um you know the opponent the of the partners is black uh, but i never like really sought them out or, or or tried to find them or anything like that so um we were it was 2017 we had um two kids at that time we were traveling to india for the first time and i remember a, sent, a friend sent me a an al jazeera article um that was about African students getting kind of beat up by mobs. Yes. Mm-hmm. yep, Yes. Um, and that was the first time I kind of sat there and thought about this whole um, anti-blackness and um, what it means and why, 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 and how could they um, be so upset? You know that they had to to, to beat these guys. I mean, um, I was I was looking at it the other day, and it was it was literally like. Um, it was like Rodney King, but it was like c- civilians, you know, mm. um, just 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 having a go at these guys. And um, so I came back, and then I reached out to, um, I, I put an email together um, and, and put a call out to people to to share their stories. And remember, it was ten or so stories that I got, um, and I um, packaged them up and just just kind of put it out there in the world. And that was the um initial start of the the blending project i don't even know if i was calling it that at that point in time but that's how it that's how it all started um initially and the kind of uh inspiration behind it
1: no that's awesome um no it, it is a page that's generates so much positivity love uh, great energy and support um, but Obviously, with that, there sometimes comes a lot of negativity as well. Um, have you received any negativity or backlash from either the black or Asian community? Both
2: sides, both sides. To be honest, I mm. mean, uh, which is which is really quite interesting. You see, um, someone or something trying to do. Um, something positive, and, you know, people, yeah. are, people are taking swipes at it, you know? Yeah, nature um, of the beast. Just, if you think, like, there's so many other things. Just imagine if everyone in the world was trying to do something positive, you know? Um, yeah. or, or, or do something positive during their day, you know? People always have this um, this thought about, like, you know, if you see a, a panhandler or a homeless person, like, you know, trying to give them, give them money because it makes you feel good or like you're doing something. Just imagine if, if every person just tried to do something good, so... Um, yeah, her head from the black community just recently, um, uh, a gentleman thought that someone, uh, who wasn't black was running the page. So I think he thought it was fabricated or fake and just basically saying, look, um, really? yeah, basically saying Africans and South Asians, um, or, or black people and South Asians, they don't mix. Um, and so I told him, look, I, I am, I am a black male, um, yeah. you know, ha ha ha. And, um, he 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 just went into like I think he called me a coon or something crazy like that. What? Wow. Like yeah yeah it was just like I just had to end the conversation there. So you know so I um I wanted to share that with the the community. I wanted them to see that just to know um, they aren't alone in whatever they may be experiencing whatever whatever it is and just you know the ignorant people and just to um you know keep keep the fight keep the momentum going and um so the funny thing was about it is that um. Later on, this, um, this lady, this woman um, sent me a message, and she said that the guy had been trying to um, send her a friend request. So, um,
1: really?
2: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the irony. Just, uh, the irony. You know, you know, that's it. And a lot of people are bitter. You know, <laughs> they're upset. People are about, uh, upset about stuff going on. And just imagine that he's trying to take it out on me you know, in the back door, he's, it's yeah. better that, um, you know, slide into like, a DMs instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is have this been like, in terms of
1: specifics from regions of the world where like, because I can imagine like we we're talking, speaking just there about the, some of the, backlash of black students in india itself yeah. um has it, has it been sort of more so from say india and kind of america and st- or, or has it been sort of mixed with people all around the world in terms of
2: oh you're talking um, about where the, where the people are based at from the project uh,
1: well no in terms of the, the negative reaction has it has, oh, it, been, it, has it been sort so of scattered or has it been yeah more specific?
2: i mean that's the thing that's the thing each relationship is unique each one has its own thing like it could literally be um people, um, you know, people thinking parents aren't going to be accepting in the UK, then all of a sudden, you know, um, they're, 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 it's great right off of the bat. Um, mm. Likewise, you could have people in the um, US and, it, you know, um, somebody gets disowned. So um, it's all just so, so hit or miss, um, depending on, you know, by chance really.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, now, obviously, being married to someone who's South Asian yourself, uh, what aspects of the South Asian culture itself do you feel you've fully embraced? And, and which are you still struggling to get your head around as well at the same time? Uh,
2: embraced? Um, I'd say the food
1: definitely 100% well yeah. our show our show last week uh was the great was a show about the greatest south asian dishes ever and well, okay. our
0: favorites
1: well our favorite yeah exactly yeah. it's a subject it was a subjective conversation um okay. but it was it was um, both me and jojo going back and forth on what our favorite dishes were within the well, yeah. south asian well, culture yeah. So yeah, well, now is your an opportunity. Now that you said the the food is the numero uno uh, yeah. aspect of the culture, what are your top five South Asian dishes?
2: Top five dishes. So let's. So so I started um, cooking uh, like a kima. So it'd be like you know just plain like mints or. Okay, mince so that was JoJo's
1: number one. So you, <laughs> yeah. she's already really? dancing. In the, back. Really? She's
0: dancing in the back and Loving yeah, life. I love. Really, honestly, I love kima. I like. I love it.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's like a staple. That's like uh maybe cook it once a week or something like that. But um okay, that's interesting.
1: I'm so, a vegetarian, so I'm not going to agree. Are to you putting it out that I, I, I
0: love it more now because we don't cook me- meat in our house, so I have to wait until I go and see my mom.
1: And also, and I think then... she does it to spite me as well. So she said that what? all her favorite dishes are the meat dishes, just
2: to make me feel. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "You're like, damn! I remember when I used to eat that." <laughs> did, yeah. did you, were you a meat eater before?
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, still oh, is boy. kind
1: of an aspect and stuff, but we don't cook it in the
2: house.
0: And I'm stuck at home all the time now, so I'm pretty much vegetarian vegetarian now.
2: So, um, so yeah, so Kima, um, uh, what else? I'm I'm, I'm enjoying my sambar now. Um,
1: Yes, big uh, up. Love a good sambar. Dosa, um, idli um, That was in my top. dosas were in my top five. I I love a good. Do- I miss a good dosa as well because all the all the good sort of South Indian restaurants around us are kind of slowly starting to open up. And Jojo's B is not letting me go to them at the moment because we're still trying to keep safe. So I've got to yeah. wait till the uh, six months potentially now before I have a really good dosa again. Yeah. <sighs>
2: That's oh. it, man. I mean, I, yeah, that's 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 me, really. Well, we'll, uh, we'll
1: have to we'll, next time. Next time you're around our ends, we'll introduce you to a few of my favorite dishes, and JoJo will introduce you to a, few, a few of hers. Yeah. and then you can decide which ones you prefer most out of the two. Because you're okay. you're playing referee today anyway, so this yeah. is a good way for you to judge. Like which one of us has the Let's better taste?
0: It. The Punjabi versus Gujarati.
1: you. <laughs> Let's do it. So, what, so, what, what aspects do you are you still kind of struggling uh, in terms of getting to grips with?
2: I mean, it's. I wouldn't even say it's a struggle. Like I've been over to um, uh, India probably six or seven times, different places. So, um, the extended family and stuff. So, it's just like little things, and these are like cultural things, but it's just funny, you know. Like, I could be, um, early on, I could be at the table and you know, perhaps reach for something with my left hand or something like that. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah and I keep reaching for stuff with my left hand. It's like, hold on, you're not supposed to do, people are looking at me like, what are you doing? And, like, you know, yeah, so of course, it. it's and just having a laugh about it, really, you know
1: no it's weird because you say that and even like me being from the same kind of communities and stuff even i'm i'm just like what kind of mumbo jumbo oh, is this that's been brought down over generations with these yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. traditional superstitions and stuff it's yeah it's
2: a little bit but crazy but it's funny though because um like i like um my son is four years old and so and my daughter they're both lefties right and so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like there's this like whole thing and i'm like hold on he's trying to write you know what i mean like give him yeah, a break yeah, yeah. and stuff you know what i mean like this has you know so it's just it's just funny but similarly um uh Speta as well too just just funny culture stuff like um we went to i took her to a chicago cubs game american baseball mm-hmm. and in the seventh inning um, they stand up and they do the um, the national anthem.
1: National anthem, yes, indeed. And
2: that's not something that I feel like is done much over here in the UK. Definitely like not. Then there's literally nothing even, to be proud of being the from last UK. Time, Like I heard it or know the words or anything. So, um, like I remember, everyone started standing up, and like Sweetie was just like looking around, like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Did you say it's in the seventh inning? So it's not even at the yeah. beginning.
2: No, no, no! Towards the end, because there are nine innings in the game, so oh. se- seventh inning stretch they call it. Um, a lot of some people might not be there at that time, but yeah, so, se- seventh inning, they they do the anthem. That's so weird. Why, why not? Why they, Yeah. Why not just do it at the start? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. Do they do it at the beginning as well too?
1: I'm sure, like well, in the sort of American football games and the and NFL games, they normally do it at the start of the start of the game just before. The kickoff.
2: You are right. I'm going to have to Google that, and we might have to divert from the comments. Oh wow. Don't <laughs>
1: wow! We will. We'll let you know the answer on next week's show yeah. here with Native <laughs> Immigrants.
2: We from the top.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. So just just going back a bit in terms of um, your, you know, reasons for creating the show, and but um, like, what was the reaction from? Sveta's family because this is something that we I've spoken about on our show about solidarity in terms of the mix of communities And I've, I spoke previously about me having a, a black girlfriend and you know yeah. Finding out or what telling my mom about it and her reaction from it, etc. Obviously, you guys have been married for a number of years um, But what was it like initially? Um, especially meeting her family and even sweater telling her family as well at the same time
2: Yeah. So meeting, so her telling them, uh, I mean, our relationship was a long distance relationship for quite a long time. If you could appreciate that. So I was trying to get established, um, professionally, she was trying to finish her, um, her degree. So, um, we saw each other, you know, every couple of months, but, um, there wasn't really that push because we were all kind of trying to get our lives together, um, to say, let me meet the parents, let me meet them, let me meet them, you know, um, which, which kind of gave us time to make sure that we were, um, right as a, as a couple, um, you know, um, but then it came to a point in time, you know, obviously that she had to to speak to them and, you know, there's never a perfect time to have that conversation really. Um, Mm -hmm. Sweetie's quite a headstrong um, you know, woman, and you know, she um, stands up for what she believes in. So um, when I met them, I remember for the first time, like it took a while, I met some aunties, some uncles, and things like that, and um, just had chats with them, and um, went through that whole process, which was great because you know, I'm great friends with them right now, and they're really big advocates in terms of um, you know, convincing um, Sweetie's parents to, to, to meet me. Um, the first conversation, then I met them. Uh, it was a bit surreal, really. Like I remember <laughs> speaking, and um, you know, uh, you know, fair enough to them. You know, they're kind of like, well, you know, what are your intentions for our daughter? You know, which was effectively oh, saying, um, do you know, do you? Wh- why are you here? You know, effectively. Um, and you know, obviously, I told them. You know, I plan to. You know, we plan to get married. You know, I want to. I want to marry your daughter. Um, and so that kind of started. Well. I mean, I was gonna say that kind of started the conversation. I was like, <laughs> yeah, <"All right."> "Wow, <laughs> hit, hit him from the first strike, It <laughs> That kind of took us to the middle part of the conversation. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> but um, no, it was cool. It was cool. And then from there, my like, we went through that whole process and just kind of building bridges with them and, and getting to know them. And then um, Sweetie's graduation, my parents came over. That was the first time our parents had officially met. Mm. so you know they were talking and getting to know each other and um i remember i engaged then at um at like a dinner with our families there
1: awesome awesome well you know that like, you've been married a number of years so i'm sure now it's one big happy family
2: but yeah, they, uh, they live right down the road from us and um <laughs> oh, really? yeah, you know, <laughs> how is that for you <laughs> it's cool i mean sometimes i see the car and the driveway it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, like yeah here we go <laughs> you, you want to kick your feet up you want to just like yeah, Just look, look in laws
1: I mean. are in laws regardless which culture or community you live in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean they can be annoying at the best of times. No offense yeah, to your no. Be.
0: Yours live 300 miles away, so you can choose. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
1: no, no, I love seeing them once a year. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah.
2: exactly. Once a year. It's <laughs> so all right. so good. It's so all good. So good.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so we've um we've spoken about solidarity before here on the native immigrants and um, a lot of it obviously can not just with us but on social media as well can sometimes just come off as just being words what From your perspective do people need to do to put those words into action to make a real change with everything that's happening?
2: Yeah, so I am um, uh, <clears throat> when, when everything kind of kind of kicked off, um, let's go back to kind of like George Floyd um, Yes, uh, when he was murdered um, like I was, I was inspired by the, you know uh, solidarity, you know, um, by the support. Um, it, it felt like it, you know very genuine um, people, whether they were you know beauty and makeup influencers or um, you know whatever whatever different um, uh, area. People wanted to to say something about it. They wanted to express their feelings about it. Um, great. Um, now, present time like I think that um, one of the things we're trying to do with the Blending Project is just create these spaces where um, both of our communities are interacting um, in in a certain way it could be a book club right it could be a a book club and it's about a uh a South Asian author could be a black author, but, you know, going through that process and sitting down with people and interacting with those people, getting to know those people, um, and, and talking about something and how you perceive things and perceive the world and just sharing those experiences really, because yeah. what I feel is that there's not enough interaction, um, amongst the communities, which is why there is a lot of, um, uh, just kind of feel, like a, fe- a feeling of fear almost, you know? So yeah, so I I want that. so what we're trying to do is and what we are doing is actually creating um these spaces and, and just allowing people to um uh, who feel comfortable in these spaces, people who don't feel comfortable in these spaces, just to just to try to to learn from um from one another.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. How how's that open of people been in terms of getting in touch and sharing their stories for
2: your project? Oh yeah, That's very, very open. open. I mean yeah. very open. It's um it is uh well well you you both will know I mean you you have yes. have yeah. podcasts and stuff expressing yourself um putting yourself out there um you know being vulnerable like it's not easy to do I mean I was editing a, a lady's story today and I was like damn I was like do you want to be anonymous for this and she was like no I want to I want to put this out there this this will mm-hmm. help someone um and I, and I just felt like that was so beautiful her saying that because I actually. I really feel there is a power in sharing your story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I wish more people would, um, would do it. That's how people learn. People um, understand, people see their own stories in, in, in your story. Um, and, and hopefully um, they think about, you know, how they can um, make themselves better from, from, from reading or, or, or hearing someone's story.
1: And I think it's, it's really important because I I don't think previous to this, there's been any real platforms for um, those couples to have their stories heard and, and shared, um, and especially from looking at it from a social media perspective. It's, you know, the real, um, you know, a real at the forefront of basically trying to push that narrative to have that intersection between the two communities. So it's, I, f- I feel it's really, really important. Um, I think it's a, it's a great thing what okay. you're doing. Um, like it, and it's,
0: it's breaking the taboo, isn't it? It's trying to it just to normalize everything because it should be normal. It should be absolutely fine to be able to talk about it openly and on social media without that fear of backlash of the, what will the community say type thing, 100%. but also you know, kind of multiply tenfold on online when just random strangers feel like they can say whatever the hell they want to say to you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you kind of like, you need to have that safe space to, to kind of be able to be open and be yourself.
1: Yeah. And I think for couples that have been married a long time, sometimes um, I I know from people within uh, my extended friend circle, uh, whose brothers and sisters got married to um, someone that was either a black man or a black woman and stuff. And sometimes they've been shunned from like their own families Mm -hmm. and they've had to lead like lives away from their, you know, from their families, almost to an extent. Um, And that can be really, really difficult. And I think it's great that for something like the Blindian project, it opens up their story a little bit more, to make, you know, to, to we speak about this every week in the Native Immigrants that there's a lot about our community. That needs to be eradicated, especially with some of the backwards mindsets of um, members, not just of the eldest side of our community, but also amongst people from our generation and stuff as well, because otherwise we're not going to progress and move forward. Um, And so I feel like something, especially something like the Blindian Project, if it starts to open up that dialogue uh, amongst both our communities, then we can help to kind of not, I, I don't like the word normalize, but really this is just a people. Having relationships, it really doesn 't matter yeah. the color yeah. of your skin or where you 're from, you know, and the more we can talk about these things, and the more that we can create that conversation and communication, you know hopefully we'll start to see an end to those kind of you know backwards taboos
2: yeah hundred percent hundred percent i mean i've been really inspired by the, um, the the diversity of the of the people in terms of age and um, you know, race and just just people just saying that it really, really resonates with them. You know, you know they, they don't have to be a Blindian a couple or, um, you know, they, they, there's like 8% of the community I think is is based in India. So a lot of people are, um, they look at some of the relationships and they think like, you know, I am in a relationship with someone from a different cast. Um, yeah. this, this actually really resonates with me and I, I really understand this story and feel this story.
1: Yeah, actually, interesting point there. So like I'm Gujarati uh, and Jojo's Punjabi mm. and our child is basically a mix of those two communities, uh, much like your own children. Now, f- looking at purely from a parental perspective, as we are both parents here, yeah. how has the process been for you um, to teach them both sides of their parents' respective cultures?
2: It's it's been um it's been good actually you know thinking because I've been thinking about this like over the last week or so like I want to um, uh, inject I guess more of my culture into um, uh, their lives um, you know the the in laws live down the street um, my my parents um, they may only see them at, you know once a year um, my sisters they don't see them that often and their cousins and things like that so
1: sorry um, are you are, are you Nigerian. By no, Ugandan. Uh, Ugandan. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's weird because like that's, there was a lot of um, uh, sort of Uganda and Kenya and Tanzania. There was a lot of our communities that came over in the 60s and 70s. Um, Asian yes. that came over, obviously, to, to the UK during that time period. So, and there was a lot of mixes, especially of things like the foods and, the, and Swahili is a big part yeah, of our definitely. language. You know, so I use Swahili in my everyday speak and stuff with my parents with little words in okay. there. So it's it's crazy how like, even though people are worlds apart, there's still so many similarities between our cultures because of it. A hundred percent.
2: And even when I think of the blending project, like sometimes when I'm telling the story, like I have to start, you know, from that point, you know, my family's from Uganda. So um, my parents had their own kind of um, uh, preconceptions on how I'd be received by the community. Of and, course, um, of course. you know because they had their own experiences when they were growing up of, of interacting and bumping shoulders and moving with and seeing how, you know, people, people interacted. So um, that's, that's quite interesting. um, Yeah. I'd love love to
1: hear this because my mom's from Kenya. um, And so she, she grew up basically in those circles, in those communities, but it'd be, it'd be amazing to see the, perspective from like you know ugandans themselves about the asians within their communities because there was as much as there was a lot of solidarity there was also elements of animosity as well um
2: definitely between, between I, definitely definitely i think it's really interesting though so i like one thing i want to do is um uh find that older generation and 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 speak to them to find out what it's like um yeah you know, from, yeah yeah let's see let's see
1: <laughs> no, I look forward to look forward to hearing about it. Um so okay, so tell us a little bit more about Raman Roti. What how was how was that created? Um, how were those ideas generated and what yes. can we see from that?
2: So Rum and was um I I've always loved music. Um I've been into hip hop since I was um big up a, a kid a little kid and stuff. I remember having the, the the tapes and stuff that you had to hide under your couch because you didn't want your parents to Terrence see that out, that, <laughs> sticker, that parental advice totally sticker. relate. You know, I remember totally, that, totally man. relate. So um Uh, like, and and I had a really good friend who DJs. So music's always been a big aspect of, um, uh, it's something that's built into what I'm doing. Right. If I have a, um, an event, like music's going to be there in some form or fashion. Um, and so rum and roti, I think I started to have a, a, I put on an event. That's what I did. COVID happened. I put on an online event that had obviously music and, uh, maybe an MC as well Mm -hmm. too. And, um, uh, this guy was on the live stream and he was like, look, you need to check out this guy, um, Donny Brasco. He's hmm. a good DJ. Um, and so I went on this page and I was like, all right, damn, he looks, he looks all right. He looks pretty good. And, um, <laughs> I didn't, but I wasn't like, um, you know, let me DM right away and like, you know, ask him all these questions and stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, let me keep an eye out for this guy. And um, it must've been about three weeks later or something like that. He sent me a message or something, started liking some of the, um, the photos and stuff. So I think it resonated with him. And um, obviously, you know him. He's been of in course. For a very, very long time. Um, we jumped on a call finally after a little back and forth. And, you know, we just all st- just openly started telling each other like our ideas and like, um, our experiences and what we wanted to do. And um, that's that was essentially how rum and roti started. So um, that is the rum roti is the kind of um, musical side of the of celebrating both cultures so you'll have um, DJs come on there who are sp- spinning um, you know desi tunes or Bongra at the same point in time they could be playing some hip-hop or um, you know even with like soka and things like that you know it's just celebration of um, black and brown cultures in a kind of musical um, expression
1: okay. yeah amazing I think like we're talking about food i think food and music are the two big factors that can bring communities so so much closer together the fusion not only of the foods and the music as well um, but you can really appreciate you know good food and good music um, and that's something that's very important to both of our communities and so yeah no no, no further way in terms of breaking the barriers down with some good food and good music and so that's exactly yeah, what, I'm that's, all what about. It's
2: all, that's why that's why i'm so ready for this. Um, um covid situation to um to go the right way um so we can um you know just be around each other and um, vibe off one another and uh, enjoy life really you know
1: no absolutely no we look forward to hopefully one day like having this in person and speaking to each other in person and chopping it up over some masala dosa somewhere (laughs) you know and you can show us some of the ugandan cuisines with some roti. With some roti, exactly. Mate, I look forward to it. Now, uh, tell us, basically, what are the plans now for the Blindian project going forward? How do you see the organization evolving?
2: Yeah, so um, we I want to drop some products um, for, the, for the community. So I think we're going to have some... Well, I, I don't think... I know we're going to drop some apparel here um, before nice. the end of the year. Um, we'll do that. We have a, a couple... I'll call it a product, but it's, it's essentially like kind of group sessions for people who want to explore some of these themes in, in more detail. So we have a, a psychologist who works with us, um, and she's brought in some really, really good ideas to the um, just to what we do and anal- analyzing things from a different perspective that most people don't do on a day-to-day. So we are going to start up some sessions here where we'll be um, speaking with groups or or individuals who just want to... Um, you know, explore some of these themes, kind of challenges that, that appear in our, our relationships a lot more. Um, I mentioned book clubs. We're going to launch a book club here before the end of the year, mm-hmm. um, probably a couple different groups. People seem really, really ins- excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know myself, I just read bits and pieces of information, news here, sports here, culture stuff here, but um, I haven't really sat down and, and taken in a in a book for a long while. So um I'm <laughs> literally like
1: cool. literally talking to a mirror reflection of myself really right
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, love's hip hop doesn't read much. That's yeah. me. I mean tea. I'm reading all types of stuff, but I'm not like I mean like a physical book in my hand, you know. Yeah, I mean? of like, course. 250 pages or something like thank that
1: thank you no. thank you okay because George, George is a bookworm and stuff she was you know what, and she I looks have, down on me no, because I don't read it. as much as she does but
0: the thing is I'm a book reader but all the way through COVID I have not been able to read a book I cannot yeah. I start yeah I start one and I cannot finish it I just I, there's about five six different books that I've started that I haven't fin- managed to so finish duggling, reading Five, <laughs>
2: yeah. six books that's <laughs> my um anything else that we have um the books that um that's it really i mean i don't think we're going to get out before the um before the end of the year so mm, yeah, um, yeah.
0: that sounds, like it. Just trying
2: to that sounds exactly that sounds
1: like quite a lot on your plate you know so like hey, to hey, sorry too much one on other it.
2: thing yeah sorry one other thing let me talk about um we're gonna release uh um it's it's like a coffee table book um, oh wow! And, awesome. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited about that. I can't believe I almost forgot about that. But that's going to um, contain, I'd say, seven to eight um, stories. Um, so that'll be in there, um, and you know, a bit of, bit of kind of tongue in cheek uh, humor and things like that. Um, bit, a bit of artwork as well too. But it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun book. It's gonna be a reflective book. It's gonna be a book that you can write your thoughts into, and um, you know, just. Some of these stories that just really make you think about um, it could be about religion, right? Mm-hmm. I know religion is like a really touchy thing. Like um, recently on on the on the site and con- converting conversion and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, the, the stories are great, man. Or even thinking about anti blackness, thinking about um, you know, there's some stories of some people who identify as black, but they're actually they look like a white person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember that story was really, really um, interesting about a person wanting to um, uh, be recognized for 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 being you know mixed with, with black, but um, yeah. society looking as, at them as, as, as a white person. So oh,
1: okay, wow.
2: So that's Easy. good, man. That's but yeah, like you said, that's enough on my plate. That's enough to go. does <laughs> <in. laughs> you know, you know, like sixteen thousand in the community, man. Is busy right now.
0: Do you have any um advice or guidance if there's anyone listening who is in a mixed relationship and just isn't sure about how to broach the subject with their parents or their family or you know any of their loved ones and they're a bit worried about how to how to go about it do you have any kind of after hearing all of the the stories that you've heard and having gone through the experience yourself as well like do you have any advice that you could give
2: yeah, good question. So I think one of the first things, cause I actually put some like a slide pack together on this and I was thinking about including it in the book. So um, I'm glad that you asked, cause maybe there's a, there's a good need for it. So um, uh, it is checking, checking yourself and your relationship. Like um, uh, for me, like I said before, I didn't have much interaction with the culture at all. So um, when you're, in, when you're going to introduce someone to your parents, from what I know, um, it, it's you know 95 percent of the time going to be the person that you are um, going to marry. So mm-hmm. you know, check yourself and your relationship that um, this is actually the right person that you want to um, you know spend the rest of your life with. Because um, you know, nine times out of ten, I think that's what you're trying to say to your parents when you um, uh, you know introduce them to to them. Um, one other thing that I hadn't thought about before um, is. Um, counseling. Counseling, I think, is a good one. I think we oftentimes think about counseling um, that you do when, you know, you're at rock bottom. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, similarly, um, it could be good even, you know, during the process of, of, of getting introduced, you know, maybe there's some things that you guys need to talk about. Maybe there's some things that you don't know. Sometimes it's just easier via a, a mediator or somebody knows who knows how to lead the conversation. Um, Again, this isn't saying there's anything wrong with you Or even your relationship It could just be um, Maybe you just want to have a good You know, you want to have a good guided conversation Yeah, 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 of course Um, So that's there finding an ally Um, I think finding allies who can can fight your corner Who can say that they've met you And kind of speak on your behalf That is always um, a positive Versus um, a meet this guy And nobody's met him Or or can kind of (laughs) You know, vouch for him yes. or anything like that, um, and uh, you know, just be be persistent a, a about it. One thing that I always say to people is, when you're going to have that conversation, you know, um, try to be mature and adult about it. You might not, you you very well might not hear like things that you're you're going to hear. Um, mm-hmm. Try to try to try to be an adult about it. Try to have your parents walk away from that situation thinking like damn um so-and-so is um really loves it must really love this person or so-and-so has really you know matured or that was so you know uh, adult-like for that person to say that to me um and and then just continually um uh don't don't let it go away if it is something that you believe in i think that's the thing that, I, that i'd end with a lot of people get stonewalled they get um uh the thing where the parents just don't talk about it you're nervous you don't want to bring it up you're dealing with your partner um you, you're afraid to say something it's not the right time just um you know don't be scared about it just try to you know be pers- persistent about it. it could be even be just mentioning the other person's name you know
0: yeah. Yeah. Asian parents are great at just never speaking about something that they don't want to deal with and just hoping that it'll go away
1: or brushing under the carpet yeah yeah, You're very good. Brushing at that. An elephant under the
0: carpet. I've been thinking, about that. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, brushing <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> the elephant that's been brushed under the carpet for too long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: um, all right, so, um, let everyone know where can people find the, the Blindian Project online and your social media handles, etc.?
2: Yeah, so it's Blindian Project, um, on, yeah, IG, Facebook, and Twitter and youtube as well too as well too i think that's enough platforms for now <laughs> yeah no, exactly you <laughs> so never have too many. many i was like tiktok tiktok and i was like nah am <laughs> yeah. not even going there They're like, i'm not even downloading that one to my phone i'm,
1: I'm too old for tiktok <laughs> I, I try i tried and then i just like why i looks just
0: like too much hard work
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's there's like, there's like you know you're a parent we're parents we're working lives and stuff plus we have these uh, these our creative side as well that we will take care of yeah where do we find the time to in the day to put a little TikTok tock video out as well at the same time i know i know someone had um
2: i, I tried snap as well too probably Snapchat, uh, yeah uh, about a year ago i was just like you know what i have all of these people i'm trying to speak with on every other platform <laughs> exactly <laughs> on whatsapp and stuff like this i don't need another area to talk to them at right now
1: thank you thank you um well, thank you so much, Jonah, for for joining us here this week on the Native Immigrants. We're big fans of what you're doing with the Blinian Projects. Love reading the stories. I think, I think, I think, the, and the stories are what you know make it so compelling. Um, and it does break down barriers and break down taboos. And the more we hear about them from different couples all over the world, um, I think hopefully we'll be moving in a, a you know forward in a direction where both of our communities can live in solidarity amongst each other and all of this can be normal and we wouldn't have to basically hide these things or, or feel ashamed by them or these kind of, you know, cause that's, that is very much something that should be and must be passe. Um, and hopefully from our side, we can do everything from our power to push that narrative across at the same time. But everything you're doing at the Blending project is amazing. And we wish you all the more success going forward.
2: Thank you, thank you. Much success to the podcast as well, too, and, and everything um, you two are doing creatively, um, and with it with the children you're bringing up and everything like that. So um, let's let's keep the conversation going.
1: Absolutely, hundred percent. Thank you so much, and thank you to everyone that's been listening this week on the, 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 the on. Blah, blah. The native immigrants. i should rewind exactly. <laughs> 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 <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. <laughs> <time. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it really has. been a long day. Has it? But, we, we, bruh, please, bruh, When, when you, you're, you're a parent, you know our life and I ours know. is turning too soon so we're at the worst possible time we're ourselves
2: terrible
1: yeah never uh, a good time
2: uh, it's good, man. Yeah, we have embrace these moments man.
1: <laughs> that's what they say <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll keep that. telling ourselves saying, that
2: okay. i'm just trying to make you feel better <laughs> <laughs> well
1: thank you everyone who's listening this week next week will be our halloween special of the native immigrants <laughs> where me and my brother ash Gadvi will be talking about the greatest asian horror films that are out there right now
0: and i will be Love. hiding in the other room because i'm very scared of horror films <laughs> yeah.
1: it should be a fascinating one much respect to everyone catch you all next week's
2: people peace see ya bye